0: In-depth, investigative, this is KXAN News. That brush fire in Lano County is still burning out of control this evening. It's charred 650 acres and is now 70% contained. Thanks for joining us. I'm Daniel Marin
1: And I'm Jennifer Sanders. And tonight we've learned someone operating machinery sparked the fire, which is threatening a dozen homes. KXA and Stam Stark went to Lano to check out how the firefighters are staying cool amid this heat.
2: Hazy skies in Lano County. 24 hours after the more peak fire started burning Thursday afternoon, but firefighters from the over 10 agencies working day and night are getting help. Wives and partners of fire crews handed out lunch and cold drinks to those putting out the flames.
1: The firefighters, it does not take long for them to get overheated, exhausted, dehydrated. Our purpose and main goal is to keep them going.
2: Officials say the humidity helped keep the fire under control last night, but they say the biggest threat today is the heat.
1: It's hot very hot very dry Um, the wind is not going to be our friend today Um, it's not going to be their friend for sure
2: the fire is currently the biggest in the state this excessive heat is is just making these fuels even drier Um, so you know temperatures over triple digits every single day multiple days in a row is going to make what could have been a, a smaller fire even bigger and harder for crews to control by taking water from Lake Buchanan and dropping it onto the flames, crews have been able to keep it away from a dozen nearby homes. With the current conditions though, their work is far from over. Crews need to be super diligent today in making sure that we get this thing contained. The ladies of Hill Country Auxiliary will be sticking around to support them as they do.
1: A lot of them are very grateful that we're here. They they really, some of them, that when they've been on scene with us before, they see us coming and they're like, yes! Because they know here comes food, here comes water, here comes Gatorade. Whatever they need, so that they can do their job effectively we take care of that end. they worry about nothing once they get to my seat
0: in lano county sam stark kxn news and while we work to figure out what exactly started this fire we should note that lano county is under a burn ban so our five other counties in our viewing area those include blanco burnett hayes mason and san saba the truth of the matter is it is hot it's very hot And we know that these uh, triple digit temperatures can be
3: very dangerous.
1: Well, Austin city leaders are working to find the best ways to help people in this heat. They've been handing out water and setting up misting tents at Republic Square downtown until 6 p.m. Now, depending on how popular those tents are today, the city may expand those citywide. And recreation centers and libraries are serving as cooling centers with extended hours during excessive heat warnings. Austin Travis County EMS says that they have had 422 heat-related incidents here in town, but there have been no deaths in Austin, but there have been 13 deaths statewide. And David, we do know that ERCOT is issuing a weather watch starting on Sunday, and that's because of those higher temperatures and the higher demand, of course, on the grid.
4: It was another extraordinary day today. High temperatures were well above 100 in Austin. I was just looking over some numbers. We're actually expecting that by the middle of next week, we reach Austin's longest stretch of 105 degree plus temperatures ever. That stretch right now is 9. I think we'll hit 11 days back to back. It's really quite remarkable. Let me take you outside right now where it's still very, very hot. Mostly sunny skies on the Lorenz and Lorenz 360 cam. 102 out there in Westlake. Just a few high clouds, not holding back our temperatures much, I'll tell you that. It's 101 in Fredericksburg, but that's one of the cool spots on the map. 106 in San Saba and Llano. Factor in the humidity and it does feel a little bit worse. Today, the fourth out of the last five mornings when we set a record warm morning low. Can't find relief at sunrise even. 80 degrees are low. High temperatures almost a record there as well at 107. Coming up, I'll show you just how historic this July heat is stacking up as we start to climb the record books toward one of the hottest we've ever seen. Now many our people are struggling to keep cool in this heat and that's why we are pairing with Family Elder care. For our big annual summer fan drive so wonderful to have our jim spencer in with us tonight he's out live collecting fan and monetary donations jim i thought you were tired what are you doing out there in the heat
3: <laughs> <laughs> well i'll never let our summer fan drive go by the wayside david i guarantee you that this is such an important part of our community's support system Thanks to Family Elder Care and our KXAN Summer Fan Drive. And this is what it's all about uh, right here. We need box fans. We need oscillating fans. We need fans on stands uh, that fit in better in some people's homes. If you want to donate a small AC unit for somebody that has um, extra health issues that they need more than a fan, uh, we'll take those larger donations too. That's part of what the cash donations uh, go to support as well. We're here all day at Roger Beasley Mazda on Burn It Until 7 PM, that is. Beasley uh, Central and Roger Beasley North uh, and Roger Beasley South and they're donating a fan for every fan that you bring in so that's a really really great thing Uh, you can see on your screen I think coming up here exact locations We're at the QR code scan it you can make a monetary donation online in fact those even go farther and allow us to purchase more fans real lifesavers in this kind of unprecedented heat that David talks about so frequently now because of climate change. These are not normal summers. you got to be able to cool down to survive them. We'll have more live from here in just a few minutes.
0: Daniel? All right, Jim, thank you very much. We'll check in with you in just a bit. Uh, to the 2024 race for the White House now and Republican presidential hopefuls are in Iowa this weekend.
1: And candidates in the crowded field are really trying to woo voters ahead of the Iowa caucus just six months from now. Here's NBC's Bree Jackson.
5: Y'all have been so kind. 2024 Republican hopefuls campaigning at the Family Leadership Summit, drawing the eyes and ears of a key demographic, evangelical voters in the state where the party will hold its first in the nation caucus.
3: Iowa is basically make or break for a lot of candidates.
5: Some in this crowded field of GOP contenders are striking a positive tone to attract voters. America needs positive, powerful Biblically sound
6: leadership to regain the high ground.
5: The tone at the top matters. Each candidate is trying to position themselves as a top alternative to the current GOP frontrunner, former President Trump. He's skipping this year's gathering, citing a scheduling conflict.
4: Donald Trump has had sort of an on again, off again relationship with the evangelicals, especially the pro life. Uh, community.
5: This event is taking place as Iowa becomes the latest state to ban abortions in most cases at six weeks of pregnancy. The issue continues to divide voters.
1: Well, I will not vote for any candidate that is not
5: pro-life.
3: I'm a pro-life person, but it's not the key issue for me in this election.
5: A strong showing here can provide a big boost ahead of the party's first presidential debate in August.
6: And If everybody in this room uh, gave a dollar and then told 10 people to give a dollar. You'll get me on the debate stage. I'll give Iowa all the credit.
5: Republicans all vying to replace President Biden, who is leading the second quarter charge in fundraising, with former President Trump and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis lagging far behind.
1: In Washington, Bree Jackson, NBC News. Coming up, more money for cleaner communities. The investment's being made to make your area more green.
0: And a major league sport debuting for the first time in Texas and in the U.S. How its popularity compares to other countries.
1: A clean energy project could be coming to a neighborhood near you. Today, the EPA administrator announced $20 billion in investments to help communities adapt to a greener future. So the money is designed to help underserved communities adjust and then fight back against a warming climate.
2: We'll also
4: bring private capital off the sideline, investing you know hundreds of billions of dollars into clean energy technologies, energy saving tools, and creating an opportunity for communities that have been left behind to participate in the transition. We're talking about tens of thousands of projects.
1: And the money can be used to fund projects like cooling centers, electric vehicle charging stations, or new HVAC systems for struggling small businesses. Funding comes from the Inflation Reduction Act. Democrats passed the legislation last year. Republicans who rejected the plan called the spending wasteful.
0: Tonight on Dateline NBC, a private investigator and ex-police officer is about to move in with a new girlfriend when she disappears. And detectives suspect there is more to the story. That's coming up tonight on Dateline at 8 p.m. right here on KXAN.
4: Another dry day on this 14th day of the month. That means the first two weeks of a typically dry month of July are nearly an inch behind schedule for what we should have received. The lakes, of course, are not doing well. Lowest levels in eight years. Lake Travis and Buchanan down another inch today. Your first warning forecast as you make your weekend plans, next.
0: Texas is now home to another major sport, but it's not really something you see on TV very often.
1: And the very first major league cricket game in the nation was played in Grand Prairie last night. Vince Sims shows us why fans are so excited.
6: In Texas, we're used to this type of cricket invasion, but now there's a new type of cricket in town. The game of cricket, and it has people swarming with excitement in Grand Prairie. How exciting is this to be out here today?
3: Oh
2: yes, cricket in America is—it's it's really exciting, very exciting. Yes,
3: uh, it's really exciting. I've never been more excited to watch like a baseball game or something like this is much bigger. It's—it's it's
2: like. Uh, Christmas for me now in July.
6: (laughs) The Briggle family from South Texas is making a vacation of it to be here for the first ever Major League Cricket game in the nation.
3: We have been cricket mad for about a year now. We found out about Major League Cricket, found out it's happening here. We live in Texas, so we drove up from the Houston area and here we are.
6: The Texas Super Kings taking on the LA Knight Riders. In the stadium, there is the normal souvenirs, food and festivities. On the field, the action may look a little different than sports Texans are used to. But for cricket fans, this is action they never thought they'd see played in the U.S.
1: Yeah,
2: I mean, it's huge, because all the players are like professional players and stuff, so definitely, like, we've been watching these guys on TV for so long, and now we get to, like, see them in person, so it's cool.
6: This outdoor game in the Texas heat may seem unbearable, but for some fans, the heat is no big deal. And actually, picture perfect for them.
2: I'm from India, this is okay for us, we we, we got weather hotter than this, so it's hot, hotter or hottest, so this is fine for us, this is good cricket weather.
6: This was game one of what people here say is only going to grow and
3: get bigger. We play cricket now, my son plays cricket, I play cricket, so second most popular sport in the world, and it's growing in the U.S.
1: And that was Vince Sims reporting. The next game in Texas will be this Sunday at 3.30 at the Grand Prairie Stadium. The Texas Super Kings go against Washington Freedom. Hey,
0: going in-depth, despite cricket being wildly popular in other parts of the world, it's not an Olympic sport. The last time cricket was played in the Olympics was in 1900, and there are a few reasons as to why it hasn't been played since. The first being the length of the time it it takes to play a game. Test cricket, the form that's played at international levels, can take about five days to play, and the Olympics last 15 days. Cricket is also expensive, especially if the host country doesn't have the facilities available.
1: Wow. And one of the gentlemen in the story said that it was great cricket weather. Yeah.
4: Do you agree? Yeah, you think the heat would be bad, but it's not. Uh, good for oh him. Goodness, yeah. I know. It's good to know that heat's good for something. It's, it's pretty rough out there. 107 was our high today in Austin. Let me take you out to what will be a popular spot. Make sure you're staying hydrated if you're heading out to Lake Travis. Wear your life vest this weekend if you'll be out there as well. It's 104 degrees with hazy sunshine. We'll talk about where the haze is coming from and when we'll see more coming up in just a moment. We still have excessive heat warnings. This is the highest level heat alert on the scale. It's in effect for Austin, parts of the Hill Country, even Fayette County in this hot pink color through 9 p.m. tonight. Then tomorrow, everybody steps down to this other color, a slightly less serious heat advisory. These are a little more common. It doesn't mean the temperatures are coming down. It does mean the humidity is coming down slightly, so it'll help with the heat index just a bit. I'll tell you, we need some help with the heat index, with the temperature, whatever we can get. Stacking up today's heat included, this has been the second hottest July to date for the first half of the month we've ever seen. Average day and night temperatures are about to go north of 90 degrees. That's a five degree fever compared to average. 106 right now in San Angelo and Del Rio, 108 in Laredo. This is why ERCOT has issued another power weather watch starting in a day or two from now. All of the big population centers are surging well over 100 degrees, and the heat only gets hotter uh, and worse early next week. Believe it or not, temperatures hitting 107 in Austin while the heat dome itself is centered over Southern California. I've never seen anything like this. Excessive heat warnings and heat advisories outlined by these colored boxes for millions of Americans. Remember, tomorrow and Sunday are the days when, as we discussed yesterday, Death Valley may set the hottest temperature ever reliably recorded on Earth if they exceed 130 degrees. That's happening as the heat dome intensifies, possibly making our temperatures go up a little bit the next couple days as well. And then here it comes, recentering itself more so overhead. Yes, that means even fewer clouds and even hotter weather for the first several days of next week. We don't need anything hotter than this. We're predicting 107 both Saturday and Sunday for your weekend plans in Austin. On Sunday, that would be a record high temperature for the day. It's always hot in July, but it's never been this hot on that day. UV index forecast off the charts. If you are spending even a few minutes outdoors, it's really bad for your skin not to protect it. Wear a hat, wear sunglasses to protect your eyes, and wear a lot of sunscreen. Reapply, of course, as well if you'll be in the water. I mentioned the hazy sky, we've got moderate amounts of Saharan dust from Africa, still keeping hurricane season pretty quiet. This will continue blowing in in varying concentrations through the weekend, so you may notice a little bit of haze, but no major air quality impact. Tonight, the fifth night out of the last six, tying or setting a record warm nighttime low. 79, no cooler than that with breezy winds, a little less windy with an extreme high temperature of 107 tomorrow. After that, record highs start to fall, not only on Sunday, but Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, etc. As I mentioned at the top of the show, we are officially projecting now Austin's longest ever stretch of 105 degree plus temperatures on record. That stands at nine days. Thursday next week could be our 11th day, if you can believe that. We want to check back in with our Jim Spencer, who is live outside still collecting donations for our Family Elder Care KXA on Summer Fan Drive. Jim, I just illustrated the need for the, this, uh, these fans during this heat. It's the second hottest July to date that we've ever seen. Tell us how the collections are going.
3: David, I go back to 2011 thinking, okay, it can never get any worse than this, and it just keeps getting worse and worse. And now you're talking about the possible hottest temperature ever recorded on the planet in the next couple of days, not here. Fortunately, that's uh, out in uh, Death Valley, I believe, but uh, it's just insane. And most of us can't even imagine sleeping overnight without our air conditioner working properly. Well, there are about 10,000 families in our central Texas area that live in what are considered hot houses. They don't have air conditioning or they don't run their air conditioning do the cost of the utility bill. These are life-saving devices for those people and it is our mission to make sure that everyone in our community who has who needs one has one. A lot of folks have been flooding into family elder care already uh, saying we need some help and um, some of them in fact half of them have reported being ill with heat related illnesses 50%, already. 50%, more than 50%. Dr. Alarcon, you might have met him in the last half hour, is the CEO of Family Elder Care. How are we doing, first of all, on our collections today? We are doing great. Right now, as of 5 p.m., we have uh, raised $160,000. Fantastic. Which means that we are $40,000 of our goal of $200,000. All right. Let's make sure we and, get it. And we have collected 725 fans. Fantastic. That's uh, that's over what initially was our goal. Absolutely. But we need the community needs to come together to help us meet our goal of $200,000. Yeah, exactly. Because we're going to need more fans by the end of the summer. Absolutely. I guarantee you. Hey, we'll get an update at six o'clock. Thanks. Back to you guys. Well, the city of
0: Austin is putting someone in charge of the Austin Animal Center. This comes as the center stopped non-emergency intakes last September and has not started them up again. A memo sent today by Assistant City Manager Stephanie Hayden Howard says Devin Desai, who previously worked with the city, will temporarily take on evaluating and implementing recommendations to better the center. The city claims it's seen a record number of animals coming into the shelter, but we pulled data earlier this year that showed intake was actually down. The shelter's director has said length of stay is longer and it's getting harder to adopt out medium and large dogs.
1: And now we're learning more about the amount of calls APD has gotten to an East Austin park where neighbors tell us they're worried about crime. The other night on KXAN News at 5 o'clock, we told you about homeless camps and drugs popping up more at Parque Zaragoza. And cops have been called to the park 31 times since July of last year. And taking a look at the spring summer months so far, in April, there was only one call for suspicious vehicle. That number more than doubled in May with three calls. And again, that number doubled in June with six calls.
0: All right, coming up tonight on KXAN, we have Hot Wheels at seven o'clock and then Dateline at eight o'clock before we're back with KXAN News at 10.
1: And of course, you can join us an hour earlier for KXAN News at nine o'clock on the CW Austin. Here's where to find us.
6: Thanks for listening to KXAN News Nightly. You can also listen to KXAN News Today every morning for more in-depth coverage of what matters most to you.